0: Welcome to the way the world works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor.
1: You know this pains me to say, (laughs) but we've been dealing with this, you know, pandemic situation for over a year now, and I mean that's just crazy. Uh, At this point, I mean, frankly, it's it's hard. to remember what life before COVID was like, I, I find it interesting when I talk to young people about what it used to be like to go to the airport. Yeah, uh, you know, anyone could go to the gate. Uh, you know, inside the airport to see off a friend or welcome someone, and you know, you wouldn't be kind of felt up and have them go through your belongings and all these things. And 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 that's a world that that young people today have never known. And and it kind of feels like we're gonna have that happen as a result of COVID nineteen. There's all these New normals that that even as the you know death rate subsides from COVID and the world moves on, we're going to still have all of these new behaviors and new restrictions uh, that that kind of remain in place. I remember the first time I saw people walking around with masks on, I I, I felt like you know this was some kind of like dystopian nightmare uh, that that's now become the reality of our everyday life. And the troubling thing is people are kind of getting used to it um, They're acclimatizing to this. They're they're being conditioned. I feel like to accept this as the new normal, and uh, are being told even now, like, oh yeah, okay, you'll, you're vaccinated, fine. You still have to wear a mask. Oh, not 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 one mask, double masks.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. The,
1: triple masks, right? Like the more the 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 more the merrier. Even though we the CDC once said that masks aren't effective, and and you know, hint hint, they're actually not. But but no, still still wear them you know that we've had businesses closing companies that have had to shut down permanently because of these lockdowns that occurred during during covid and so what i want to discuss with you today is this this question of you know what what has killed the economy with all the economic problems we've had over the last year businesses closing was it covid or was it the government's response to COVID?
0: I like this question. Uh, and I already know my answer, but we can, we can dig into that after. But I want to bring an example. So just last night, actually, I learned that one of my favorite restaurants closed. And I try not to let eat a lot of carbs, try to do the keto diet. But every Friday I order chicken, you know, fettuccine Alfredo from this Italian restaurant in Alexandria, Virginia, that has been around since like the 1950s or 60s. So this is like an old mom and pop establishment. And I look forward to this every Friday. Like that's my thing. And I tried to order yesterday only to find out the restaurant is now permanently closed thanks to COVID. They weren't able to stay open. Um, And this is not unusual. You know, this is in Arlington where I live in Virginia. I see this everywhere. There are businesses that are just closing permanently because they couldn't afford to stay in business with the shutdowns, you know. So the last year has devastated the economy and the government's response has been like, let's print more money. Let's give out stimulus checks to people and instead of just letting businesses open up and letting people choose whether or not they want to go to them. You know, if you are scared of COVID, if you are somebody who's very high risk, don't leave your house. Right. And I'm sorry to be so blunt about that, but that's how I feel. For people like you and I, Connor, who are relatively young and healthy, there's no reason for us to not be going to these businesses and contributing to the economy. So, you know, you, yeah, yeah I think you ask a great question.
1: I, uh, t- to determine whether this is political or not, and in, in the sense of, is this true like public health and science uh, that's you know shutting down businesses and and crippling the economy, or is it politics? I, I two two stories come to mind uh, of late, uh, and and we saw this recently with uh, California and New York, two of the heaviest lockdown states,
0: and just regulated states in general.
1: Very true, yeah. They're they're blue, liberal, uh, very kind of big government states uh, in general, and that's kind of the approach that the politicians in those states tend to take to problems. And so here comes COVID, and of course. These central uh, planning, uh, you know, big government bureaucrats and and government leaders, uh, they they did what they know how, and that is all these government orders and bossing people around. And so in California, right, you had Governor Newsom uh, issuing all these lockdown orders statewide, and and back at a point when I don't remember the exact numbers, but it's something like you know two thousand cases a day or something like this, right? Oh, and we're not going to be able to reopen until. You know that that number gets down. Well, of course, after many, 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 many months, people are starting to get fed up, and they're starting to push back. And there's a recall uh, petition. In other words, there were a bunch of people who wanted to get uh, Governor Newsom to no longer be the governor. That's a kind of a recall effort. Uh, That's so how over... Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger became governor years that ago, is, wasn't that it? Is. Yeah.
1: That's right. And uh, and so this recall effort starts gaining steam, which just means that there were a lot of people who were really upset with them, and they were trying to find a way. To remove him from office, and so he starts changing his tune, and he starts saying, "Oh well, you know, yeah, we're going to start reopening the economy, and things are going great, and 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 so let's reopen." And and but if you look at the numbers when he starts saying this, they're they're three times as bad as they were back when he shut everything down and said, "Oh, we can't." And so of course, like if you're going off of their statistics about case numbers, which I think is problematic on its own, because just because there's cases doesn't mean, you know, that those are horrible cases. I had COVID. It was hardly anything for me. Like it was like a cold. Plus I lost my sense of uh, smell and taste for a few days, but then it came back and I'm fine. And so even though there's a lot of cases, it doesn't mean that like people are dying left and right. And, uh, and it just means, uh, could mean that they're testing more. And so as they test even more, then, of course, the case number is going to go up. I mean, think of the flu, right? Uh, everyone's saying, get the flu shot, get the flu shot every single year. People aren't going out and getting their nose swabbed and spitting in tubes to test for the flu. And and if they were, then, you know, the nightly news would say, oh, my gosh, there's all these cases yep. of the flu.
0: And the flu is oh, gone now. Have you seen this? <laughs> there's no totally. flu cases. Yeah,
1: poof, poof, <laughs> And so here in California here's the governor when the the numbers that he was relying on to shut the economy which again I think those numbers are silly but the numbers that he's relying on were now 3 times as bad as when he shut down the economy and he's trying to say oh oh yeah let's reopen well of course it's because he's facing political pressure he wants to keep his power and 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 so he's responding to that. similarly in New York governor Cuomo uh, you know is is pushing Uh, uh, to close everything long ago, and oh, the numbers look bad, and you know, until we can get those numbers down, we can't reopen restaurants. And of course, you know, New York uh, City especially depends on a lot of tourism and Mm -hmm. and all these vibrant restaurants with amazing different types of foods and so forth. And and if there's no customers there, right? They they go out of business. Many of them did and have. And and so now again, the numbers are way worse. Using those same numbers that they relied upon. And they're already reopening stuff. Oh, we got to rebuild the economy. Let's reopen New York. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You, you shut everything down using the government based on these numbers that were way better back then than they are today. So why, after you've destroyed all these businesses, are you now saying, hey, things look great. Let's reopen when the numbers you relied on are worse than they were when you shut down the economy to begin with. That's when you know. It's not about the science. It's not about the actual public health problem. This is politics. Mm -hmm. And and these politicians are now trying to shift blame and uh, evade accountability. In other words, they don't want to be held responsible for what they did. And so they're going to make up these stories of, oh, things are looking better now. And oh, Biden is president. Now we can reopen the economy. It's it that to me screams it's the government and not virus that is causing the problems with our economy
0: absolutely and there, there are two points i want to make the first one is we have to be very careful about this because as we've mentioned on numerous past episodes you know when 9-11 happened i don't think any of us thought the changes were going to be permanent you know i don't mm-hmm. think we thought we were going to have to deal with tsa all you know and that these you know the, the patriot act was going to go into effect which only exacerbated made worse you know the government spying which we later found out but here we are what how many years we're over 20 years Wow. Yeah. Uh, right. Or about, yeah, this will be the, the 20th year of 9-11 and we're still dealing with this. TSA has proven itself to be useless. They fail their security tests when people kind of test their, you know, their ability to sense out threats. They fail 95% of the time a- and we never get that back. Now, something else I want to bring up that is related, but is it just makes my blood boil is a lot of local um, governments have been offering relief to small businesses. But in the state of Colorado, they allocated $4 million to help small businesses. Here's the problem. You cannot be a white-owned business to get the money. Um, And this is, I mean, equality under the law, this is a problem. So you can only be a minority-owned business to get the money back. And and I understand that everybody is struggling, right? So I think it's great that, that minorities can get this money. But there's actually they're leaving a big part of the of the population out. So the government is actually choosing who gets to survive and who doesn't get to survive. And that's something that people of all races should be just angry about. You know, we, we have equality under the law for a reason. Nobody is supposed to be judged based on the color of their skin. You know, we're supposed to be based on, on being individuals. And here you have the state of Colorado saying, nope, you get to get relief. Nope, you don't get to get relief based on the color of your skin. So the government has botched this in so many ways. It's, and it's really showing the government's true colors, I think.
1: And, and what's important to note here, Brittany, where does that money come from? Ask right. The, <laughs> the, right. The government does not have money. They don't have, you know, a savings account with all this magic money that they can use. Right. It's, it's, as you know, from the Tuttle Twins uh, uh, and the creature from Jekyll Island, right? they're printing this money. They're creating it out of thin air. The, the federal reserve just says, poof, you know, the economy now has all this extra money. And what does that do? It, it, it. It devalues all of our existing money. So all the moms and dads out there that have been working hard at their job and saving for retirement and putting money in the savings account, that money that we worked so hard for is now worth less than it was when we earned it because they've printed new money into the economy and and they've gone into debt. Our, our, the, the government's debt is is you know, doesn't, what is it? It's, I think it's nearing $30 trillion ridiculous, at this point. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. And, and who has to pay for that? Well, you know, it's, it, it's basically making our kids mm-hmm. and our grandkids have to deal with those financial consequences. We're just kicking the can down the road and saying, let's make up all this new money and let's give it out. And we'll, we'll deal with the consequences later. And, and I don't like that. I like personal accountability. I want to hold people responsible for their actions. I want to figure out my own economic situation. I don't want my unborn grandchildren or, frankly, other people's grandchildren to have to pay for me. Um, if, if my business is destroyed, I want to hold the government accountable today. I don't want them to bribe me with you know, this new money that we're going to make people in the future be the ones to kind of pay the, the, the price. If you look at the, the purchasing power of a dollar, there's these interesting charts. You can just Google this online you know, purchasing power of, of the dollar over time. And you'll see it's, it's cratering. I think it's lost like 94% mm. since, since 1913, what the dollar used to be versus because they keep print, 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 printing more money right now, the dollar is worthless that we talk about this in the creature from the Jekyll Island book. When the kids are, you know, uh, hearing from, uh, their grandma and grandpa, how. The, the, what was it the, the the ticket to go into yeah. movies, mm-hmm. the movies popcorn and the candy right these things all used to be oh this was a nickel back mm-hmm. in my day and now it's like four dollars right and and so that is the problem that that the government is is crippling the economy and then it's making matters worse by flooding the economy with new money to, to to put a band-aid on the problem the wound that they created. oh sorry sorry we shut down the economy here have all this money that we're just gonna make things worse because now we're inflating the currency and, and and creating these challenges, that, that, that to me is just the height of irresponsibility. It's almost like a double problem. They've yeah. created one problem with COVID shutting down these businesses, and then they've created this longer lasting economic problem by, by the response and the, all these trillions of dollars that they're injecting into the economy.
0: I think to answer your original question, Connor, this is not COVID, right? And the, you'll hear politicians say, COVID ruined the economy? No. COVID didn't ruin the economy. The government's response, and this is mostly actually local governments' response, and we might yeah. see this change under Biden, but local governments, especially governors abusing their emergency powers, that's who's ruined the economy. Those are the people who've ruined the economy.
1: I think that's exactly right. And we need to be on the watch because these politicians are going to try and escape accountability. They're going to try Oh, we're we're in it with you. No no, sorry. You caused this mess. Yep. <laughs> You you're not in this with me, right? Like this is your fault and and we need to make that very clear. This is not a virus. We can we can get through any public health problem and not cripple the economy and not shut things down. As you said, Brittany, people can manage their own risk and if they're at a higher risk, they can change their behavior, you know, maybe have a uh, uh Uber Eats or DoorDash deliver all your meals so you don't Which have to I go do. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of us do it and we're perfectly healthy. We're just maybe lazy or busy. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, ma- manage your own risks. Uh, but for other people who, who uh, you know, I mean, it's silly. Now they're still saying, oh, even if you've already had COVID and even for those who get the vaccine, you still have to wear masks and social distance. And then I'm like, where is the science in all of this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they're just making this stuff up on the fly and the double mask. Like, this is political. This is the government. And and for the parents out there, in fact, we'll put this in the show notes page, uh, wrote a book. I wrote a book years ago called Feardom which we've discussed before, how the government uses fear to control our behavior, to take power from us. And this is precisely what we're seeing today. People are scared. They want the government to solve the problem. The government says, sure, I'll solve the problem. Just give me more of your freedoms. And so we do. And then we have the new normal, right? And we have the new restrictions that we live under and the government has grown and they're never going to give it back as Ronald Reagan said, the closest thing to eternal life on earth is a government program. Mm -hmm. And and we see that time and time again. So that, that is the worry. That is something we need to be on guard against. Um, So parents check out Feardom. Uh, All you kids out there, keep reading your Tuttle Twins books. That's how we save the world. And until next time, Brittany, we'll talk to you later.
0: Talk to you later. You've been listening to the way the world works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.